Welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Mackenzie. And today we are discussing Colleen Hoover's book, Verity. I believe it came out this year. And boy, oh boy, is this book absolutely cooked. <laughs> it is insane. It's messed up. As per usual, Kenzie will read the blurb and we'll kick off. A thriller that will keep you up all night and a twist that will leave you reeling. Lowen Ashley is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin when she accepts the job offer of her lifetime. Jeremy Crawford, husband of best-selling author Verity Crawford, has hired Lowen to complete the remaining books in a successful series his injured wife is unable to finish. Lowen arrives at the Crawford home, ready to sort through years of Verity's notes and outlines, hoping to find enough material to get her started. What Lowen doesn't expect to uncover in the chaotic office is an unfinished autobiography Verity never intended for anyone to read. Page after page of bone-chilling admissions, including Verity's recollection of the night her family was forever altered. Lowen decides to keep the manuscript hidden from Jeremy, knowing its contents could devastate the already grieving father. But as Lowen's feelings for Jeremy begin to intensify, she recognises all the ways she could benefit if he were to read his wife's words. After all, no matter how devoted Jeremy is to his injured wife, a truth this horrifying would make it impossible for him to continue loving her. We got the best part, the TikTok sensation with over 200,000 <laughs> five-star reviews. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, trigger warning, there, there is oh, yeah. child. Yeah, trigger warning for everything in this book. Um, At-home abortion, murder, child death. Suicide attempt. Suicide. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Um, car crash. Just any... Drowning. The most sort of harm you could think about is in this book. It, like, yeah, yeah, it's insane. If you're not good with, like... Oh, I also just want to preface as well that I am sick, so if I sound funny, that is why. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. And yeah, I'm I was breathing just gonna, heavy. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, this is like a really intense thriller, even gory description for yeah. a book. So if so- that's something you definitely feel like you can't handle, feel free to just click away. But yeah, obviously... I will say as well to people listening that if you haven't read it yet, that there were some parts, um, especially as a mother, that I felt quite ill at reading. It was very difficult mm-hmm. to read. Yeah, it's very descriptive, graphic. If it's something you, yeah, you can't handle, please feel free to look after yourself and click away. Yeah. Do you want to give a brief yeah discussion of just the whole like little overview of what happens so we can just dive right in? Because this book is an absolute doozy. Sure. Or do, okay. or do you want to do thoughts, feelings, emotions first? No, no, I'll give a quick little overview. I did have it up and it has disappeared. <laughs> So, Lowen is an aspiring author. Um, she, from the blurb as well, like she's on the brink of financial ruin just after her mum has died and left her with nothing. She is then approached to be a ghostwriter to finish a series of books that has been written by Verity. Verity has been in it. Well, we don't really find out what's happened, but she is unable to complete the series herself. So, Lowen travels out to the Crawford home in Vermont to try and work on the book and get information. And, of course, in the process, starts falling for Jeremy. Very in love husband. with Jeremy. And, of course, yep, things ensue and away we go. 
insane. I think we should mention as well that um, Verity is, as far as we're aware, in a vegetative state. Yep, I would go as far to say that she presumably has an ABI injury, acquired brain injury. Yeah, she's nonverbal. Yeah. Can't, paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah, she is unable, yeah, to minimal movement, unable to really move herself. Yeah, so Jeremy, yeah, I feel like is her husband just on paper. Like, I don't think any other way he is no longer her husband. Okay, right, uh, I understand now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is why it is okay for Lowen to fall in love with him. In a way, yes, but... In a way. It's it's a really conflicting type of situation as well, but yeah, we'll get into that. So, first and foremost, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kenzie? Fuckity fuck. <laughs> this <laughs> book messed me up. So, first, because, yeah, it's like a bit of a thriller, because you don't really know what's going on. I was scared. I was scared for my life. I was reading it at night. I read it in an evening, and I was terrified. I just, oh, yeah, it really messed me up. It was really difficult to read. I'm glad I persevered and finished, because there were some moments where I had to put it down and really had to wonder, can I continue reading this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I've written down a little bit of thoughts, but it's a little bit more, like, abstract than just about this book. That's okay. Okay, so I'll go into it then, I guess. Um, I've just written about, like, Colleen Hoover has this ability to write really fundamentally flawed human characters. I agree with which that, is, yeah. Yeah, which is a good quality to have. Like, I was thinking about it compared to, say, like, fantasy, because I feel like in fantasy, when a character is flawed it's kind of explained like, well, I had to lie to you because it meant that X, Y, Z could happen without you knowing and that's a good thing or I had to lie to you to save your life or something. Whereas in these books, like, it ends with us, ugly love, verity, like, there's just humans genuinely fucking up. Yeah. Yep. That's a fantastic way to put it. I agree. No one's perfect. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. And, yeah, it really does depends on your morals and your takeaways. Like, yeah, this book, at the end of the day, is a it is whatever you make of it as a reader. You decide what's kind of true, the truth, or what's manufactured or manipulation. Very much um, looking for Alaska. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's great, Kenzie. Thank you. Yeah, my thoughts, feelings, emotions. Yeah, again, this book is absolutely cooked. One thing after another, I thought... Because, you know, we all try and figure out what's going on before you finish, right? You're, you're trying to, you know, yeah. outsmart the author. Not really out, but figure it, figure it out. And then it just got worse. <laughs> like, I could never figure it out. It just took another left turn. I, yeah, genuinely couldn't figure out where it was going to go. Yeah. Because every thought I kind of had about what's going on, like, even Lowen herself kind of had. Yeah. Which, which is... Yeah, interesting. For a thriller, yeah, and the suspense, like, I agree with you. Like, I got scared. I'm like, since when Mm. is this a horror? But I suppose that's where you get suspense and thrilling kind of really blended together. You get elements of horror. I feel like I felt like a bit of a jump scare as well. Like, how do I get a jump scare reading a book? Like, I see it happening. Yeah, same. Like, I think it was, I'm just going to do a quick example. I think it's when Verity, like, looked at Lowen or something, like, on a chair. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah, from outside. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, Mine like... was when they were 
making out on the couch, and yeah. then she saw Verity like behind them. Yeah, and I was like, it's ah! like yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> books should not give you jump scares, but just shows how good and yeah. intense it was. I also just want to say it's nice for Colin Hoover to give awareness of like um, the life of caring for somebody with like physical disability, like what Verity is portrayed. Verity is portrayed to have. And as well yeah. as, like, the uh, Harper having Asperger's slash autism on the spectrum stuff. Yes. I'm glad that it was done, but I also don't like the idea of it just being used as a plot device. Yeah, no, that's exactly yeah what I was going to say. It's a shame that it's very used for negative aspects and used for, yeah, yeah the horror slash suspense. Because at yeah. the end of the day, no, like, if you have Asperger's, you're no different to anybody else. You just yeah. look at... Look things, look at things differently and react differently, which is fine. Yeah. And also, yeah, with whole Verity and, you know, her disability or physical disability, like, I'm a personal care assistant. It was quite hard to read. Um, yeah. Especially weird to see how, like, Americans view... Do you view... think in your, yeah, in your <laughs> opinion, someone could pull that off? Oh, look. <laughs> For that long? <laughs> I don't think so. I feel like, for one, you'd get messed up for not taking correct medication. Like, yeah. I feel like medication that's that's not required, you, it would mess you up. It reminds me of that, I don't know what the woman's called, but there's like a six-part TV series about it. It's about like a, a young girl named Gypsy or whatever. Gypsy like Rose. Her, yeah, like yeah. it g- gave me that type of vibe. Yeah. I feel like to fake it for so long... Without flinching when things are being thrown or dropped at you, yeah, like, I would be like, but especially when Lowell was up in her face, yeah, I would have, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, and like her brain scans would have showed ab or no abnormalities, like, yeah, that type of thing, but I don't know, I I don't think anyone could pull it off for that long. I don't think so. Well, hang on, it was only like four weeks, like it hasn't been years. It's been. Like, but even four weeks. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe in the beginning, like of the accident, like it was pretty bad, and then well, yeah. as, well I suppose we'll get to that. But I don't. Think, but I'm not like a nurse. I can't say, like, if anyone could pull it off. Yeah. But again, as I was just gonna say before, it was interesting seeing like American outlook on home and community care in yeah. that aspect. So it was very interesting. Be yeah, very hard due to work because I do have a client that's like similar injuries but not quite but similar stuff like meal assistance and all that and personal care washing and all that like yeah but yeah no very intense yeah and i didn't like the fact that it's used negatively (laughs) whether or not we decide and also like it it's it shares a topic that probably is not talked about a lot as well because verity is described to having maternal jealousy which i think is interesting because it's not something that i'm kind of familiar with i don't think it's talked about a lot but i was talking to my mum about this book and she was saying that um it does happen like a lot more than it's documented and especially the uh trying to uh unalive your children yeah it just reminded me, I think the, I don't know if it's a movie or a production or it's probably both or even a book, a Waitress. I think that's about like, mm-hmm. but that's more of an abusive relationship, but he, but her husband doesn't want her to love the baby more than him. So I kind of, the yeah. only, my only familiarity with it is in more abusive situations like that, more yeah. of a controlling as opposed to just like, yeah, jealousy. Yeah. 
very interesting topics, very heavy topics. And yeah, mm. it, it fucked me up too. Like, I'm still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I, but now I'm getting yeah. muddled with what information is real or what I've just thought of. <laughs> yeah. We digress. <laughs> I want to jump right in. Go for it. So at the start, we're introduced to Lowen because she's walking across the street and a guy um, is hit by a truck mm-hmm. and his brains are smushed everywhere. I think that just was that setup was just a, this is the... <laughs> This is the this is most... not going to be a fun, easy rom com book. This isn't the worst thing that's going to happen. Is probably what yeah. I'm trying to describe it as. I also like. I didn't think about it a lot. Like I didn't think about the um the importance of it. But now I've realised. I feel like that maybe was a bit of foreshadowing, perhaps, of like what was meant to happen in another car crash. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we can kind of speak openly. Yeah. Everything's entwined. I just think it's more of a, like, this is, you think this car crash is bad, but just wait. <laughs> just read on. Mm. I heard a lot of theories that, like, apparently, like, Jeremy set that up just to meet Lowen. It's like, that seems a little oh, absurd. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he was little... already going to meet her. Yeah, it was a little absurd. A little bit of a reach. Yeah. But yeah, a car accident right off the bang. In- insane. Colleen Hoover, you are one crazy woman. But hey, it got us hooked. And we learned Lowen's mum passed away from cancer, so obviously there's a bit of she's still living with grief and everything. Yeah, I as also well. just feel like that's so irrelevant. Yeah, it just gave her an excuse to move and like she could have just been like a broke author. Probably just gives another layer of trauma. Yeah, it just makes it all even more messed up. Yeah. But like, surely being the caretaker of your mum, ultimately she would have understood what Jeremy kind of was going through with caring for Verity. Yeah. Alrighty, so the way we're structuring this little episode is we're going to have talk about, like, pre-letter thoughts. So, like, everything we want to talk about, so everything we want to talk about leading up to the letter reveal, and then we're going to talk about what we think or what we thought after the letter reveal. Yeah. And then we're going to do a little, a fun little team letter versus team manuscript, because I don't know what I believe at this point. <laughs> I'm all muddled. I'm too confused. I'm all muddled up. But I know Kenzie has a very juicy theory for me that she has been neglecting to tell me. It's not juicy. I just haven't been telling you my thoughts. <laughs> it's probably it for might the be best. Juicy. Maybe. I'm just hyping you up a little bit. I expect big things from your reveal, Kenzie. Okay. I will fight. I will fight you on things. I'm not afraid this time. <laughs> Should anything else arise, as we will obviously discuss pre-letter thoughts. What do we want to talk about first? I okay. Let's just start into the Lowen and Jeremy are gonna hook up. We been knew. Yeah, we knew this was gonna happen. We been knew. We knew this was gonna happen. Um, huh, I'm, are we just jumping straight into the manuscript? Uh, yeah. Pre-letter thoughts. Yes. Okay. Verity is evil. Straight up. I have seen... No, I'll save this. <laughs> stop, teasing, stop teasing me like this, Kenzie. I want to know. Yeah. Now, nah, but yeah, back to quickly. Yeah, Lowen and Jeremy's relationship, we've been new. It was a kind of a nice little build-up, um, and it sets him up as a f- great father and, you know, unfortunate, you know, circumstance that he's in. He just seems really perfect, you know, too good to be true in a way yeah. as well. I found it was awesome that he was, yes, yeah, still kind of taking care of Verity and caring for her and all that. Again, it's a bit of a nod to my work. I appreciate that. Yeah. And yeah, it was a nice, It was even though the book isn't that big, it was quite a nice little slow burn, if I do say so. Yeah. Obviously, there was some kind of intense like moments, will they, won't they? And then obviously, once it takes off, it takes off for them. So yeah, yeah very good. Good father, good person. 
well, good person. At this point, I thought he was a good person. I still hold that he's a good person. I think he was a person who was given, like, a choice. Uh, he was put in a situation that had no right choice to make. And as you said before, that's the thing about, like, Colleen Hubert in this book is, like, yeah, everybody's flawed. There's no perfect kind of answer. No yeah. good way to go about any situation. Yeah, and I feel like there's no perfect end either. Yeah, no. Yeah, the perfect end is just an absolute mindfuck in itself, like... Mm-hmm. What what you believe is different to what I believe to what the next reader mm-hmm. believes. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> drives me crazy. I like a solid conclusion. The end, you yeah. know. They lived happily ever after. Yeah, yeah. Or it not even it doesn't have to be like happy, but like a solid closure, full closure. But with this, no closure at all, which is great. Um, great but frustrating. Obviously, throughout pre letter, Lowen is seemingly freaking out because she's seeing Verity being. Like, able, like, moving. Lucid, yeah. Lucid, moving. I thought when she kept, like, seeing her, this situation... Because all the men in Colin Hoover books, they're, like, the messed up ones. Like, it's been consistent, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. So I thought Jeremy... Like, the car crash in that was all, all fine, all real. But Jeremy was, like, yeah, pulling that gypsy rose or whatever. Like, the medications are subduing her. But then oh, yeah. Mary is somehow like getting better and she's just trying to find a way to escape type of thing. That's what I thought. Oh, interesting. Um, and obviously, and of course they live in a friggin' secluded area around bushland and away from civilization because why not? I was just thinking ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, we're going down that path. <laughs> Honestly, possession, ghost possession didn't did cross my mind. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, I thought, yeah, I, I kind of knew that she wasn't completely unwell um, or, or disabled. So, but yeah, to what extent, I just didn't know. Yeah. But yeah, it was, yeah, seeing Lowen go crazy, but then Jeremy kind of like not really looking into it a bit more, just dismissing her. Ooh, that might, I might bring that back to post-letter thoughts. Okay. Okay. All right. Nurse April, you seemed to not like her at all (laughs) or her involvement. Uh, No, I just like, I thought that she was sus. I thought she was going to do something. I don't like, because I feel like she had this sort of disdain for Lowen because she could see obviously that Lowen and Jeremy were forming a relationship. But I feel like, like your job is as a nurse is to be subjective. Like your job is to simply care for your patient and do your job. And also like at that point, like I wouldn't blame Jeremy for, like jumping into bed for want of a better phrase like with someone else I agree with that as well like and I've always maintained and I say this in like a real life as well like sexual health is a huge part of mental health yeah it is like this yeah and like this guy is has just lost I'm just gonna like there's no way to not say so he's lost both his daughters and now seemingly his wife if he wants to fuck someone to feel better let him fuck someone yeah I agree with that I agree with that yeah, and especially someone who's actively also, like, throwing herself at him, which is, like, nothing wrong about that. He's an attractive guy. I would, too. <laughs> yeah, but I just I just would have appreciated if she held that energy towards Jeremy as well. It was just strictly kind of lowen. Yeah. A little bit unfair, you know, yeah, other woman vibes, like, it takes yeah. two to tango. Yeah, I think just Nurse April was just doing, yeah, doing her job to the best of her degree and just trying to look out for the sanctity of a patient and their like marriage as but as you said it got to a point where it's just it's almost like it's just on paper yeah it is at that point and also in the manuscript yeah Verity makes um Jeremy out to be like an absolute sex fiend so like yeah if he wants to wants to bone somebody I'm sure hold out any longer I guess I don't know yeah but yeah so yeah let's just talk maybe we can talk a little bit about like 
yeah, the manuscript and what happened to her children. Um, so in the manuscript, we find out, like, the night that... Oh, and also I feel like the way they met, like, at a party and they both sort of, like, lied, like, to get there or whatever, or, like, they were lying about who they truly were or whatever, feels like a very much meet cute. And yeah. then I feel like, like, things like that are either going to be the best relationship you ever have or, like, dissolve epically. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so they, like, fall in love, move in together, blah, blah, blah. Um, he proposes while they're having sex. She inevitably gets pregnant from this time and then from that moment she talks about how, like, like her getting pregnant, her daughters stole the night she got engaged from her so she very much has this resentment for her daughters from the get-go. In When I was reading this part, I thought that, like, they never really talked about kids so I thought she just, it was more of a, I never wanted to have kids and then he just kind of, like, because as you said, they were having sex while this was happening, and then he just kind of finished, as you said, yes, like, unprotected, and it's like, you didn't discuss kids, like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. And also, I want to talk about, so, she's pregnant or whatever, and then she, like, has this moment where, ugh, I can't get through it. She has this moment where she wants to cause a miscarriage, but she wants to do it like while Jeremy's in bed so that then, because she's, it's all about how like Jeremy is going to love these children more than he loves her and he's yep. not going to want to have sex with her and he like, and all this stuff. All the anyway, so she wants away. to cause, yeah, she wants to cause a miscarriage while Jeremy is there so that like all his attention's back on her. Anyway, so she like tries to like, she does the old coat hanger up her vagina hoo hard trick and like causes like a bleed but not a miscarriage. I want to talk about this because this is one this is fucked but two like consistently now Colin Hoover will not address abortion in a healthy manner it's either not a healthy manner or it's not brought up at all she so she could have gone and gotten an abortion and when you have an abortion it causes you to bleed for like several days or whatever because it's like giving birth or whatever I might be wrong like on my information I'm sorry I'm jumbling it up but like from what I've known like you do bleed so there's like if she wanted to kill her kids there probably was nothing stopping her going and getting any an abortion, not telling Jeremy, and then, like, having the big bleed. Yeah. And then being like, oh, no, I miscarried. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's like, as we, I think we've said, yeah, even during throughout Ugly Love and stuff, like, if you haven't read Ugly Love, please read Ugly Love. Yeah, she won't address, like, abortions. She just kills the children anyway in the most gruesome yeah, manners. It, and this is the thing, and this is, like, such a pro-life thing where, like, everything is all about the fetus and it's like don't get an abortion like a fetus is a person but as soon as the fetus is out of the body we'll kill them off and like i don't want to assume that yeah i don't like we don't know what calling hoover stance is or, or, or anything but, but i mean like, at this very, point like you've consistent. consistently put it in your books like in and it, it's it, it is a cheap writing device now and i am over it <laughs> <laughs> I, I think maybe for you kenzie being a mother you just don't want to read of children dying at all I don't want to hear read of children dying. I don't really care. And I don't care about reading abortion. I'm very pro-choice. You do what you got to do. And if that's what you got to do, you can go and do that. That's fine. But don't kill off babies or children or anyone. But of course that also, you know, this, this happens in the real world. Like there are people out there, you know, still, yeah, I, I suppose, know coat, coat hangering and, you know, you know, children are dying of allergies. And, like... yeah. and I know that in like, and even not even underdeveloped, um, society now but in like where abortion is legal that there are women that do still have to go through these practices to have unsafe abortions but this was a this is a modern book they are they have money they have the means she didn't have to go down this path and then there's also 
you know, the mention of, like, one of the girls who's born with a scar on her cheek to, like, reiterate that, like, uh, Verity did, like, get it up there. Yeah, yeah. And it does have leave a, a long-lasting effect on the child, yeah. And, like, Jeremy asks about it when the baby's born, and, like, it's kind of said that, like, I don't know, something like, it can happen. Yeah, but I feel like the doctor then kind of also knew, like, this, it's normal, but, like, something else must have gone on. I feel like the doctor knew a little bit more than what he was letting on. Yeah. Well, in in regards to talking to Jeremy about it. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't like the whole having to read the graphic details of, yeah, coat hangers and how it happened. Like, you just, it's one of those things you assume that it happens. You don't need to know the itty-bitty details. Show, yeah. Show, don't tell. Yeah, I'd rather, yeah, it's kind of the fade to black for the spicy scenes. Yeah. It's just like, fade, yeah, we, we understand what, what she's trying to do. Yeah. But then again, it's all a part of her writing exercise, I guess. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, intense, insane. Um, I've kind of, we've run a little tangent, I'm kind of. Oh, yeah. uh, that's okay, it's a good tangent to have. That's okay, so let's talk about more about her wanting to kill her children. Yep, because <laughs> that's such a fun topic. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Chaston, I believe that's how you say it, um, unfortunately died through, via an allergy, a peanut allergy, um, allergic peanut reaction, allergy. and obviously that's absolutely devastating. And in the manuscript, it is described as because um, Chaston was her favorite. She had a dream that Harper was the one that kind of killed uh, Chaston, but yeah, it, uh, writing on it's revealed that like they were at a sleepover and they must have snuck downstairs for a snack and they had peanuts and they just didn't know there were peanuts in whatever it is they were eating and then yeah. she just didn't she just didn't wake up which i'm sure yeah happens far more frequently than we think but yeah the fact that verity blames harper outright just because of a dream like yeah and also because she doesn't understand harper she's always closer to chasten because harper is the one who is on the spectrum she's neurodivergent yeah. so she doesn't yes. like her Yep, and refuses to form any sort of relationship with her. So, yep, Chaston passes away. That's incredibly unfortunate. While Harper was alive, there is, yeah, there, there's a period. Was Crew? How old was Crew? And also, this is the thing. So, she hates her children, but then she gets pregnant again with Crew. Yep. I, I, I think it's because he kind of, like, looks like Jeremy that she's kind of, she appreciates just, like, she tolerates So, it's him, another maybe. case of a mum wanting to fuck their son. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> I know all about that. But yeah, because she's obsessed with Jeremy, and if there's a little mini Jeremy about, I'm sure in terms of a mother being obsessed with a child, like she'd be like that. She she has a better relationship with Crew than with Harper as well. Yeah, I think because she likes Crew a bit more, it comes across that way, is because yeah. he her being pregnant with him was the reason that they you know started having sex again, and his attention was back on her. It was kind of like yeah. a, a reparation of what, what had just occurred, and that's why she probably is, comes across as loving him a bit more. All right, let's talk about poor Harper. As a baby, she tried to, like, choke her. Like, oh, like, that's gross. Like, I don't, again, I don't, show don't, yeah. it, show don't tell. Like, show don't tell, yeah. It could have been, like, it just, like, stuck the fingers in the mouth, that's it. Like, I don't want to hear, see yeah. any sort of resistance. Like, ugh, like it was so gross. I hated reading that. Um, and then she almost got caught. Almost got caught. Yeah. Like, and that was, I think, the only time. And I think, but I think from that point on, like, Jeremy maybe kept an eye on Ish, her a bit, and her relationship with Harper. But, mm. yeah, it's just, ugh. But, yeah, again, I'm sure there are parents out there who 
through maternal jealousy or post, was it postnatal depression type of thing? Like natal, you can also have postnatal psychosis. And do you think this is a, a case in that? Yes. I mean, I mean, we're we're not like doctors or anything, so we can't diagnose. But like, would yeah. you think that it's that's... either that or she's just generally evil? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. And yeah, as Lowen is reading the manuscripts, why isn't she telling Jeremy like straight away? Uh, one, I think it's a mixture of, I don't think she thinks he'll believe her. And then also, she's also thinking, how much more can this man take? Yep. Okay. Now that you say it like that, yeah, I agree with that. Like, yeah, if your two daughters had just died and your wife was in a vegetative state, would you then want to find out that your wife murdered your child? Yeah, I don't think so either. Only four, yeah, only four weeks on. Yeah, maybe Lowen also wanted to try and understand it herself, kind of like... See if there was more to it, because obviously yeah. no one just writes and admits they committed crimes. Actually, yeah. in November nine, <laughs> as a <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like yeah, I get that now. Like it's too complicated. Like characters could do one thing, or they could go to the police. They could do this. They could do that. But then it would implicate someone else and impact X Y Z as well. Like oh, it's just so no one knows what to really do. And that's yeah. what's so frustrating, because you can't just say, oh, go to the police. Oh, well, well, then now this manuscript incriminates Jeremy, like... Exactly, and then they could also, like, say, well, like, Lowen, you just wrote this. Because you've been in their house for uh, two weeks, and you've been essentially, yeah, writing away, or, yeah. or preparing, like... Yeah, it's weird. And yeah, as you, as Jeremy said, like, the reason why Lowen is, was picked for this is because of the writing styles being so similar. Yeah. So, like, obviously it might be easy to inadvertently frame, but I don't know. This is such a frustrating book. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about pre-letter? No. Okay, I have a question, because this was a little deep yes. question that I had for you, but then after I finished the book, I'm like, I don't know whether or not I should ask this, but I, I will. So during the whole pre-letter phase, mm-hmm. did, did you at any point think that, like, Verity deserved what's happened to her? deserved um like did you think like reading the manuscripts and then you know in present day you're like yeah yeah you're, you're a psychopath you deserve everything that you're getting right now i think she deserved to die mm-hmm. rather than be stuck yeah. i don't think anyone should be stuck i knew that there was something going on though the whole time yeah something was definitely up yeah i was like this can't be the the end this can't be how it ends like for her yeah I, again i had the the inkling that you know she wasn't fully yeah unwell but yeah. Not to the extent of faking it. I thought she was slowly getting better, and then she was going to. Yeah, do that's something. what I thought. I thought maybe that like she's slowly becoming yeah like lucid again or something. I also had a thought but... that maybe April was kind of in on it because like they became like she described Verity as like her favorite patient and everything. So I feel like they would have had a pretty yeah. good connection. And like I thought, yeah, they were going to team up and do something as well. Yeah, can't trust any character in any coin who looks anymore. I can't. You can't even trust a friendly nurse who's just there to help somebody. <laughs> Yeah. Without being in on it. Um, oh, first off, crew hurting himself multiple times. That's not normal. That's not cool. But yeah, so this That's is weird. part of my um I'm saving it. So Lowen's sleepwalking. At first I thought it was irrelevant or to the point where it was just a device to in- have Jeremy install locks on her door and stuff. Which is also weird. You're with you're living essentially with a stranger and you're allowing him to lock your door. <laughs> like Yeah. Weird, 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 weird. From weird. the outside. <laughs> so Lowen shares a story of her childhood where, you know, she has this in- intense sleepwalking thing and she manages to like be outside and like 
jumps off a rail and like hurts herself from that point on her mother became scared of her and everything because you know she's afraid that she was able going to be able to like hurt her mother or like do something else completely drastic Lowen described uh, is told it's it's like a it's a phrase but i'm not sh- i forget what the first word is but it's blank without intention so obviously you know there's no real reason for her sleepwalking or what she does during yeah. her sleepwalking it's just yeah it's just the way it is it's just who she is yeah so i thought that that is mirroring how we feel towards Verity in this situation right now. Because Lowen's mum only saw that video and then declared, oh, you're dangerous and you're going to hurt somebody or yourself. I'm now scared of you. Whereas for us as the reader, now towards Verity's manuscript, oh, she's a psychopath. She's going to murder somebody. Like, this is how we feel. I just think it's pretty interesting. And maybe that's... You know, a bit adds a bit more relevancy to the sleepwalking. Yeah, maybe. At the end of the day, with Verity's manuscript, we don't know anything else about her other than from the stories that Jeremy tells and what she's written about herself. But at this point, we don't know if it's even true. But yeah, the whole mirroring thing between the sleepwalking and this is something that I found a little interesting. Even if it was intended or I'm, or I'm just grasping at straws. I like it. Alrighty. I think we should, yeah, jump straight into are you team letter or are you team manuscript? I don't even know anymore. (laughs) I'm abstained for the moment. Okay, well, let's pretend for the sake of the podcast that you're team letter. Okay. So why are you team letter? (sighs) I can't. can't, uh, (laughs) Would you like me to go first? Yeah. As to why I'm team manuscript. Or do we just want to do... You go first. How about you go first with team manuscript? Because I have, I'm just lost. Okay, this is why I'm team manuscript. As you can see, oh, I have many highlighted it's, notes. It's, Hang on, it's blue screen, oh, no. Kenzie. I can't see it. Oh, no. Oh, no. The box no, I'm gonna white. make it work. I'm gonna make it work. I see a lot of pretty <laughs> colors. Totally. There. Oh, it's beautiful. Ooh, oh, god damn. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. English lit coming okay. in clutch. <laughs> All right, team manuscript. Number one, the knife that Crew hurts himself with and then is mysteriously gone from Verity's room. Mm-hmm. I think this is her because she is trying to escape with Crew, but I think somewhere she's been like, no, it's going to be too hard. I need to get rid of him and just leave by myself. I think she's trying to kill him. I must say, every time I write about the knife, I just pictured a butter knife. And I'm like, why would she have a butter knife? <laughs> like, how could Crew hurt himself with a butter knife? I was picturing, like, a fuck-off, like, kitchen knife. Well, we learn in the letter that, um, you know, allegedly Jeremy is the one, is the reason why she was in the car crash. I think it was for self-defense initially. Like, she, in yeah. case he, there's a confrontation, she has to, like, But then, yeah, she him. knew that crew was always in her room, so, like, move it. Get rid of it. Yeah. And, like, he shouldn't have known about the hole in the floor. Yeah, that's the other thing. So the hole in the floor. Um. Okay, telling crew to hold his breath. Yeah. On the canoe, because that's a consistency that's in the letter and, or not in the letter, sorry, but it's crew talks about it, how his mum told him to hold his breath. Yeah. And also how, he also says as well why his mum is apparently in a vegetative state, that his mum tells him not to talk about that day. So, yeah, clearly there's some discrepancies there. Yeah. Also, just the fact on how she's, like, uh, harassing Lowen. Mm-hmm. I feel like, back to crew for a second, I feel like, yeah, it's easy for to manipulate or mindfuck the the five the four five four year old whatever how old he is because you know 
Jeremy said he's he was pulled out of therapy. So if he's going around saying, oh, I'm talking to mummy, blah, blah, blah. And then you look at mummy and mummy is the way she is. You're just like, this kid's crazy. And also, like, I feel like are so brutally honest. You should believe kids. Always believe kids. Yeah, like if a kid says, like, mummy told me to hold my breath because in the manuscript or whatever, like, um, Verity is saying, oh, no, like I told him that, like, when we were in the water or whatever, like not beforehand. And crew's like, no, like she told me beforehand. Yeah. Like, yeah, always, um, I reckon, I, yeah, philosophy, always believe children unless they say, like, that the sky is pink when it's blue. You know, those little things. Yeah. Like, in terms yeah. of serious issues, always believe kids. I feel like the letter is only a device to defend herself because I said kind of this to you, but so because she was planning to disappear with crew, like run away. If your spouse goes missing, the first person they look at so if your wife goes missing, the first person they're going to look at is Jeremy. They're going to look at your husband. So yeah. I feel like, and then they would have found the manuscript, but then it would have been like, oh no, look, look at this. Like Jeremy actually like attempted to kill me and Jeremy was fucking this other woman while I was in the house. Like, I think it was just a device to indict, uh, sorry, implicate Jeremy. And I think it was addressed to Jeremy. So was he, the question is, is was he meant to find it or have obtained it somehow? Yeah understandable go on that is all i would like to add to that because listen as much as i I have one more sorry also um i know that there's a lot of like discourse around like um first of all a lot of people like how could a mother write that about her children like if it was like she was faking about wanting to murder them or whatever but then people say well colin hoover wrote it and colin hoover's mother however i think that because colin hoover was writing through a character like it's like method acting Right, so do we think Colleen Hoover has murdered her children? Like that argument isn't justified. Like, how could a mother write that? Like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But also, this is fiction <laughs> in a modern world. You can yeah. write about anything. Yeah. I would also like to add to that. Like, she, I believe she said she wrote the letter. This is for team manuscript. She wrote this letter while they were having sex when she locked the door. Like, yeah. So this must be pre-planned or pre-prepared. Exactly. Or, or obviously, or, I mean, it was a spur of the moment, must write this out, but, like, it's sus. Why not have something pre-written before? Like, because I feel like she's had a lot of time to herself when no one is actually paying attention to her, like, at night and everything. Yeah. Like, she could have whipped out a pen, maybe. No, they all sleep upstairs, so it would be very hard. But, yeah, I don't know. It's all very... And, yeah, that's the thing, like, does she have time? Would she have a sufficient amount of time to run away with crew? Ideally, yeah. no. Because then, yeah, like, Jeremy gets looked at. Everybody gets looked at. It's... Also, because... Oh, I can't remember letter or manuscript. So, when... So, do we believe that Jeremy drove her into the tree? Because this is the thing. If I was going to kill my partner, I would make sure that I killed my partner. <laughs> yeah, don't mess like, it up. I wouldn't... Yeah, like, I wouldn't leave any loose ends. I wouldn't leave them able to be in a coma. Like, if I drove into a tree and, like they're still breathing like i hit them over the head with a rock or something like double tap i think it was just and it was reported as just verity being in an accident like yeah it would be hard for him to cause the accident and then get away from the scene yeah and be completely unscathed as well yeah so maybe maybe this is all just a big ploy to keep jeremy exactly to to implicate Jeremy maybe not to even implicate him but to keep him to stop him from like looking further because maybe because he read 
Harper's death chapter, I believe. I don't think he, he before Lauren showed him, he only read, I believe, Harper's death chapter, and that's where he got yeah. angry. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, there were some consistencies between the manuscript and, like, the, again, stories and the questions Lauren asks to Jeremy about Verity. Just like how uh, how they met. Like, they both exaggerate a little bit, you know, but that's kind of like yeah. a young love thing. Yeah. You know, and, you know, the many bite marks in the headboard slash their sex life. Yeah. Like, he says they had great sex and she writes uh, explicitly about it. And then, mm. you know, and Chastin's birth scar and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's also, and Jeremy reiterates all the time that, like, he never read uh, any of Verity's work but the yeah. first one, but the first manuscript. And then he claims yeah. to have never read anything else. Um, I don't know where I was going with this. But yeah, he reads the manuscript and then he just assumes that that's the truth. Yeah. Because also I feel like, sorry, if you're going to write something like that, like put a disclaimer at the front that says, like, this is a work of fiction. If it wasn't true... Yeah. This is a piece of fiction. But, like, maybe if Jeremy had read her books, he would understand the type of writer she was and she'd, he'd probably be able to distinguish. I still don't think you write that as something willy-nilly. Yeah, that's fair. But looking at it as a writing exercise, yeah. And, like, same with Lowen. I thought she she had to read her books to continue the final part of the series. Like, surely she was able to identify any sort of similarities. But I don't know. Overall, Verity was obsessed as written in the manuscript obsessed with Jeremy like yeah. why would she want to hurt him like physically it was more I think because she, she wanted the attention yeah I know she wanted the attention but you wouldn't want to hurt somebody because they then they wouldn't want to give you attention no matter then you're just torturing them love makes you crazy <laughs> I feel like faked it to the extent yeah to keep him around to keep him doting on her etc etc but then obviously yeah I don't know Maybe she got freaked out about the facility talks. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, wait, did she hear them? Or was she, like, aware about the facility? I mean, maybe. I don't know. What else did you want to talk oh. about? I'm so lost. I was just going to say, shall we move on to any evidence for Team Letter? I can't think of any evidence for Team Letter right exactly. now. Exactly. Exactly. I can't either. Yeah, like, but that's also the thing. It's a tone. It's a complete tone shift. She talks about loving you know the girls like then again it could just be you know a lie but then again because jeremy also says as well that like like she doesn't like well she was never that close to harper yeah she was never that like jeremy talks about it and he talks about that with lowen as well i'm pretty sure so mm. i just it's also hard to believe that she wrote this huge ass letter while they were doing the deed but oh, yeah, no, right? i guess Thanks they were like 30 minutes max bro but then they were also yeah locked in there overnight so but yeah, even in the letter she says about Crew, like, I know if he told you I speak to him, you'd pass it off as active imagination or even trauma from all that he's been through. Like, this could be, yeah, some huge manipulation ploy to keep Jeremy. Which just... even then, if that was, the letter was a manipulation ploy, then that's fucking psycho. Yeah. I just don't see why you would go through all that just to be like, well, I love Jeremy. Mm. It's like, okay, but you've caused him an immense amount of trauma and pain. Yeah. And then also, I don't like, just quickly, the, like, little interaction that Lowen and Jeremy have with Verity's friend. Oh, because they don't know that she's in the vegetative state. Never mind. I know. What, Never mind. I, I know, but, like, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I don't think it was fair the way that, like, they treated Lowen because they obviously, like, knew that they, they assumed that they were having an affair. And then it's like, no, that's justified if they didn't know that Verity was yeah in the vegetative state. Never mind. Also in the letter, it 
it's consistent that like I don't know if this is just because you know we we just see Verity as obsessive but she does mention that like oh if you just paid attention to my career or if you just paid attention to me or or, or does that help team <laughs> um what is it manuscripts manuscript yeah because like she's like yeah if you'd paid attention in that meeting at that one time with the book that the one book that you're reading that was not hers that this was an exercise like wouldn't you have overheard like the word yeah. antagonistic wouldn't that yeah. have not rung a bell yeah so hmm. Maybe this is just one big psychotic thing. And yeah. And they just kill her. Knowing that she's like a relatively able and can speak-ish. Well, yeah, because she talks to crew. They didn't even give her a chance to explain. They just kill her. That's justified. I understand, but like, <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> I don't I don't know. But I also felt like the letter seemed... See, it seemed... Came across as sincere to me. It did like, not seem sincere to me. <laughs> but we were, we've only because ever Because again, heard... why not just, instead of writing this letter, why not just wake up and be like, I obviously need to explain something. If the letter you. is true and Jeremy tried to murder her, she would be fucking terrified of Jeremy. Then I and what he would have escaped at the hospital or something. I don't know, but then the hospital would be like, oh, your wife is here, alive, come get her. And then they'd run. be like, oh, why don't run. you want to go just back? Run. Then you'd be like, why don't you come back home? And then she'll be like, well, and then it'll fall apart. And same with running away. I don't think she has access no, to I her think money. Everything just goes back to she's fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think she would have had access to her money at all. Because like, so it would have been hard for her to run away. This is just assuming she's innocent. Assuming she's innocent. That sounds like a her problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, look. Yeah, it's just completely messed up. This is a messed up book. I'm getting really scatterbrained yeah. now. I, again, this is what I mean. Like, I think of things and then I get muddled up with what's actually real. This is absolute mindfuck. I don't think there's much more direction we can go with this anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I think, so, at the end of the day, I think, I think depending on who reads it and how you read it, there's probably sufficient evidence for both sides. But there will probably always be a discourse about... What is the correct side to be yeah. on? But I'm firmly a team manuscript. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm probably team manuscript at the end of the day as well. Like, it can't just, the letter can't just be a last ditch hurrah because it was written, the, you know, in a night where she found them coodling together. It, it just highlights her further obsession, maybe with Jeremy. I've seen a lot of things online that Jeremy is just just as weird just in this whole situation. He lied to Lowen about, like, not really knowing her, who she was. I know, but also they had just seen a man's brain smushed into the... I'm not I'm not saying this to, like, it would be, like, make out that, like, Jeremy's the evil guy yeah, all along, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, like if he, I he did lie to situation, her. I wouldn't also then be like, hey, like, I'm having a meeting with you in an hour. He lied to her and being like, oh, I fell in love with your one of your characters... Or fell in love with you through your characters, like the same as her ex-boyfriend mm. did. Yeah, it just seems it's like a little cycle, yeah. in an inadvertent cycle. <clears throat> um, I just general things that I found weird was when Lowen bit down on the headboard out of jealousy. Yeah. Like she became yeah. jealous of, to her knowledge, yeah, a physically I thought, disabled I was like, oh, here woman. We go, a psychotic break for Lowen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I liked Lowen as a character. I don't know. I just. So- flawed human being yeah i know <laughs> it's like yeah it's like she became jealous of verity jealous slash 
kind of savior, like savior complex for Jeremy because she knows something he doesn't, presumably yeah. doesn't, and she's like, I've got to save him, and in the process, fall in love with him. But yeah, just as a, as part of like my job, like the whole. I'll just put her in a facility. I just didn't like. I understand the yeah. topic of the thing of the book, but like, it's like you don't just put people in facilities. Facilities are the worst places you can end up. I mean, this letter also, her letter also comes across as jealous for Loan because, as she says, you know, she's taking over her career and falling in love with Jeremy, and Jeremy's yeah. Falling in love once with again, her too. there are things that you can do to prevent this, but you choose to just still be fucking crazy, even though Jeremy just outright killed her. Like, yeah, he would never have given her a chance to explain herself at yeah. all. A father rage. A huge rage. Yeah. The only person we can truly get any answers from is Amanda. Yes. Amanda <laughs> is the is the final piece of the puzzle. They could have just called her. Yeah. <laughs> he has access to her agent slash publisher slash whoever Amanda actually is. Yeah, it could... Uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's just one huge mindfuck book. Like... Yeah, I think yeah. Ultimately, it was all just a manipulation ploy to keep Jeremy in Verity's life because again, you can't just go to the police. You can't do anything. So this was the best outcome: just fake being injured, receive the the all the attention that you want. No, I think this is what I was gonna say. I just reminded myself. Okay, so when Loen yelled at Verity in her face, and Verity became incontinent, is it was it because she was scared of Loen revealing everything? Or was it because it was a fuck you, Jeremy's gonna be looking after me for the next for a little while now? Like Both? Was it a power move? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> girl boss gatekeep gaslight. <laughs> girl girl boss gatekeep gaslight incontinence. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, that moment it was just like, yeah, it, was she was she terrified? Was she, yeah, just like a little power move? Oh, well, Jeremy's tending to me now. You can get lost. Yeah. Or it could have just been unfortunate timing. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe that's, because, like, you can't really control your bladder. Like, when you got to go, you got to go. You got to go. And, like, you know, she's putting all her energy into not moving. Yeah. <sighs> but props to her. If, 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 it, if she, I mean, yeah, she was faking Props it. to the commitment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prop, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. So much, like, yeah, now I'm just overwhelmed with thoughts. I don't know where to then, go okay. from here. I think we should stop it here then because otherwise I think we'll begin to ramble. Yeah, look, and rumours are there's going to be a second book. Like, I'm not sure if that's true. I just saw a thing saying that she wants to write one from Crew's point yeah. of view. Yeah, yeah. And, like, but. do we believe... But then that would be also another mindfuck book, but because do we believe him because he's telling the truth or is it because of... The manipulation that Verity spewed into him, or is it yeah. because he's just a traumatized little kid? Ooh. Final words: a fucked up book. <laughs> I'm fucked getting up a book. headache. I'm getting a headache just trying to think about everything. Yeah, fucked up book. Fucked up situation. Stayed with me. It's yeah, that's okay. It stayed with me for days. <laughs> yeah, I'm still thinking about it. Like I've read the letter like twice now, just to like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's a complete tone shift. Oh, I was also going to say, like, between the manuscript and the letter, like, because obviously the truth is hidden and weaved within those two things. Yeah. We don't really know what Verity is like as a person at all. Yeah. Like, we know she's kind of, from how they met each other, they're quite, she's quite spontaneous and she's she's willing to, like, take risks, which is pretty cool. Um, but I also think she also really enjoyed the spotlight. Yeah. So she liked the book tours, the press conferences, the signings, blah, blah, blah. She's a very active, kind of active author, celebrity 
person. So, like, I don't know. She's comfortable being far away from Jeremy, which gives me the impression she's probably not that obsessive with him as we think. Yeah, exactly. Because, like, why would you want to leave your husband, like, going on these big tours if you're, yeah. And, oh, how about, you know, the seven months later, Lowen and and Jeremy just, like, living life together, like, pregnant. And she's pregnant, yeah. Oh, that's weird. Like, that's just as, just as messed it's up. It's like, do you not think about the person that you murdered? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, like he listened to her. Like, she's like, And then oh, what are just... the chances of, like, the one time they had, like, the first time they had sex or whatever, she gets pregnant? Yeah. Perhaps it's just a parallel of, yeah. Yeah, true. And she had a dream about crew murdering somebody, murdering their child or something. Maybe, Jer- maybe Jeremy is cursed. <laughs> maybe <laughs> and yeah the knife is in the hole still but there are also pictures of her daughters in the hole which gives a little bit of team letter because like if she didn't love her children why would she have both or if she yeah both, both all photos there well not all but to both photos sell there. the point that she was trying to blame jeremy or absolutely yeah <laughs> this is giving me a headache <laughs> verity is such a complex book it's in terms again in terms of thriller suspense bit of horror it is fantastic. Like, yeah, I, ju- I got jump scared reading a book. Who yeah. who does who else does that happen to? It's intense, it's very yeah, graphic and oh, it's just it's a lot. Also, really quick, I saw a comment that the book cover is supposed to be Harper wrapped in the fishnet. Oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an a pretty pretty image in your mind as as we are about to sign off. Oh, I also just, I don't know if this means anything as well, but when she was writing in the letter, she hardly swears, except for when she's emphasizing the fucking net. And and also when she met Jeremy, you know, she wore a fuckable dress or something like that. But the only other time she really swore was when she was talking about like her regret of of losing Harper, which does that hold some merit at the end of the day? I don't know at this no. point. I don't know. I just want to get no, over this. Doesn't. I want to read something else and just forget about this book. I need yeah. to shove it in the back of my mind. Unless there's a second book approaching, which, again, don't know. At the end of the day, psycho or not psycho? Psycho. Yep, psycho. I agree. <laughs> yep. But then also people say, you know, Verity writes about the villain, so is the villain really, like, low and all along or something like that? I don't know. No. Or, so- or something <laughs> like that. No. No, or, no, no, or Jeremy. No. I don't know. No. no. I still think Jeremy's a little weird, but but he's also traumatised. Like, everyone's traumatised. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's us <laughs> with Verity. Uh, check out our Instagram, letterbox underscore book underscore club, and leave some comments if you wish to further About discuss. About what team you're on? <laughs> yeah, t- yeah. Look, at this point, who is team letter? Like, <laughs> there's hardly any real evidence, uh, or at least points to make. But yeah, we're also on YouTube, Letterboxd Book Club, if you don't have Spotify, and also on Spotify. But yeah, that's it from us. Keep an ear out for uh, the next episode. I'm not sure what we're putting out yet, but... Throne of Glass. Throne of Glass, sweet. All right. Yep. Oh, love it. All right, this is going to be great. <laughs> so yeah, catch us talking, discussing Throne of Glass next week. See you later, everybody.